This podcast contains explicit content. Let's begin the show by starting it. Hardly focused. This podcast is hardly focused. And it gets significantly more vulgar. Dissecting the news one tangent at a time. When there's nothing left to burn, you have to set yourself on fire. Sports, 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 sports. And welcome to Hardly Focus on the 7th of February, the year of our Lord, 2021, for the 491st episode of our podcast. I'm Mike Torara, Nate Fillers. My name is Jack Hill, and you can find us at hardlyfocused.com. We are on your favorite podcast app. Just search for Hardly Focused. And you can find us on YouTube at hardlyfocused.com slash YouTube. Mike Tarara. Hey, what's going on? Who do you like in the football game? Um, I, I, I'd say that I, I do like Tom Brady to win. It's going to be tough. Uh, I don't, I haven't paid attention at all to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, whether or not they have a good enough defense. That's really the only thing that matters at this point. Cause if they can stop Mahomes. They're in in like Flynn, but we'll see. We'll see. I think the uh, the winners are going to be uh, everybody betting on it because I already made back my money. <laughs> How invested were you this season? Um, I was invested up until the first week of fantasy football playoffs when uh, my first place team shat the bed. Uh, and the only two losses that I had were in their conciliatory rounds as well. So out, out of being, I think, uh, 12 and two or, or 11 and two going in. Uh, I lost two out of my three playoff games. So I ended up as a overall seventh place, which saw the Steelers. Uh, no, no. Like my fantasy football team. Oh, your fantasy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, with Super Bowl squares, uh, the, the Super Bowl squares that I use, they have a, if you get two, two or five, five, you basically get 50 bucks for, uh, getting the shitty squares that no one ever wins on. So uh, I put 50 bucks down for five squares and I got a, I got two, two. And so I got my 50 bucks back. So I'm, I'm already even, I also got zero, zero. So I'm hoping that uh, it's a scoreless game or that goes 10 zero and I can get some money back and be in the positive. So I'm happy either way. Nice. Uh, Nate, are you a sports ball fan? I sports ball every now and then. I will say that um, this is going to sound pretty bad, but uh I will say that I think Tom Brady's going to lose because just hang on. There's a because. Okay. Because I filmed something that needs him to win. Oh. The, 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 the YouTube gods have never been on my side ever. So um, normally it would be smart to film something on the off chance that he loses and then one that he wins and then you put up whatever one. But I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Um so yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. Um, the team that scores the most points is gonna win. That's a hot take right there, John Madden, yeah. right there. <laughs> oh, the team <laughs> scores more more touchdowns. You gotta win the game. The thing that they need to do, the team that gets the most points, is definitely gonna get the win. <laughs> I just hope both teams have fun. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm not really rooting for anybody. Hey, Mom. I think I always win. <laughs> Home runs for everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Nate, it sounds like uh, you're the South Park team in uh, 2008 when, uh, when it came down to the presidential election where you needed Obama to win so you could use his speech. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yep. Uh, honestly, I want the Bucks to win because I want Tom Brady to basically prove that no matter where he goes, he can carry even the worst team in the franchise to victory. Um, and as I understand it, Mahomes has a lot riding on him for his age, and given the fact that this could potentially be, you know, the second year in a row that the Chiefs win. Uh, so yes. to to that I say pish posh. <laughs> I'm just that's the kind of person I am. I don't want him to have any sort of uh, victory. I I don't want yeah. him to be at risk for being the uh, MVP. Uh, I have a feeling that if if he doesn't win, he's got at least a couple more Super Bowls in his pocket. Um, he just has to wait for Tom Brady to decide to retire. Decide, yeah. That's not happening um, anytime. Tom soon. Brady already said he's playing the next season. The question is, is he going to hop? Uh, if he wins here, is he going to be like, you know what? I'm taking my talents to and somewhere else and just be like, I want to win a third, a third team's Super Bowl. <laughs> just, he just hops around. Yeah. Hey, I, you want a Super Bowl? He's got Oprah. He's going to be Oprahing everybody. You get a Super Bowl. You get a Super Bowl. You get a Super Bowl. Everybody gets a Super Bowl. <laughs> Next up, Cleveland. <laughs> that would be oh. the ultimate redemption story. Oh, although it would be the Browns. The, the Browns did fine this season, though, didn't they? Uh, yeah, they definitely screwed the pooch in the playoffs uh, a little bit. Uh, they could have won, but uh, yeah, they, uh, they 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 browned it up again. So, right. well, it would have freaked us all out if they did, because we're like, well, now we don't know what to expect. Yeah, it's like when the Cubs won. You're like, wait, what? I still can't get over. Cleveland holding a victory parade for going like what was it like one and whatever like they won oh, a yeah, single I, game oh and sixteen yeah single game so they got a parade oh yeah uh, they won yeah they won one game out of thirty eight regular season games Ugh. because like they won one game like their first game in like the beginning of the season last you know a couple of years ago. and they didn't win anything else and they didn't win any games in their second season, you know, kind of chronologically and at the very end they finally won a game <laughs> and then they got a parade <laughs> yeah. uh well uh, i also want to stick it to belichick too because th- that subway commercial was just so stupid uh so it just is uh yeah. it j- just a sort of uh what was the word i'm looking for retribution i guess for doing something so dumb comeuppance i guess yeah like Tom Brady goes to a different team, carries them all the way to the Super Bowl. Uh, Belichick's over here doing subway commercials. Who really emerges the victor? You never win with subway. No. no. I mean, not not even if you get the, the, what, the urban cheese bread. It's still technically cake. I guess. Very true. I guess Belichick likes to stick to cheating because, as we've learned recently, subway cheats with their bread and their tuna fish neither are real oh i didn't realize the tuna fish is also a lie that one's fairly recent like in the last couple weeks someone like filed a lawsuit saying that the tuna fish wasn't really tuna fish it was just a combination of various meats that's uh it's more like imitation tuna fish 
Okay. But it's coming hot off. They do that. It's coming hot off the heels smell. of their sugar bread. So. Yeah. What was that, Nate? Sorry. Um, I was like, I wonder if that had anything to do with the smell. Like, they couldn't have real tuna because it would stink or something. I don't know. I don't know. I. That's a bad excuse. I know because real tuna is more expensive than uh, North Atlantic scrod. Why go to Subway and get tuna? It's like going to Subway to get pizza. Why do it? Yeah, it's like going to McDonald's yeah. to get pizza. Only in Canada. <laughs> uh, there are people that go to Subway and get the pizza. I've gone to Subway and I've had to stand in line waiting for people to have their, their pizza cooked where there was like a, like a mom and pop pizza place next door. Like, what's wrong with you? Oh my God, that's poorly uh, baked that. people right there. It's yeah. just it's, it's infuriating. It's like cutting into a cake and intentionally not cutting a slice, just cutting like a square out of them, not even the middle, like like a quarter of the way to the middle. It's just infuriating. Yeah, that's like ordering like the the food maker from Play-Doh and then just being like, I'm okay with eating that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's, Everything goes with Play-Doh. It's like going up the soda fountain and just a smidge of syrup comes out and it's 90% soda water and you're like, okay, that's fine. That's fine. No, no, <laughs> nothing about that is right. No. So, well, uh, so we, at the time of recording, we have the Super Bowl ahead of us. By the time I actually get around to posting this, uh, you never know. Uh, you never know. So, so you have to make, we, we have to do two cuts. One's going to be like, all right, go Chiefs. And one's go Tampa Bay. Uh, I'll do like the go, like Nate and I will do the go, like the uh, the group cheer, and it will have Mike record a line for the Bucks and one for the Chiefs and uh, superimpose uh, the voice in there. What um, you need to do is, is record it and then do the opposite voiceover. <laughs> so like, go Chiefs. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> anime style there we go yes i like it yes i like it uh well for something completely different um and i'll try to keep this one as brief as possible but on Ooh. uh well oh well an announcement that segues into the topic you hear so uh we we've done a couple of uh off episodes of the Ack and Jack show, uh, myself and Chris Acciardi. And that was the podcast that, uh, Ack and I did from 2006 to 2008. And we brought it back as its own separate show, uh, briefly in 2011. Um, and, uh, Ack is, you know, appears here on hardly focused here and there. Uh, but having done a couple of episodes every other week recently we've decided that we're going to make it a semi-regular thing so every couple of weeks we'll have a new uh ack and jack episode they're going to be around 30 minutes each but we'll do them every other week uh we did one just a few days ago that was episode 490 of this podcast uh i'm going to effectively cheat the numbers and the episode counts for Harley Focused and the Ack and Jack episodes. It'll be Harley Focused presents the Ack and Jack show. How about that? Okay, that's fair. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's the thing. Uh, the Ack and Jack show, uh, I guess, has officially returned yet again. It's, Huzzah! It's, it's 2007 all over again, baby. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, Black Zack has actually expressed interest in, in uh, joining us every once in a nice. while. It's just a matter of... Uh, wow. He's got to get hooked up with 
uh, equipment. He, 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 he was actually asking me recently about equipment that he could use to zoom in because he, he doesn't want to just use a, a, a rinky dink USB headset, which is funny because that's all ACK prefers to use. So it's true. <laughs> he's got a little bit of a trip though to, to take if he was going to do in studio. So yeah, he's going to need a mic. Oh yeah, but I mean both of them. I'm I'm gonna make it as easy as possible for both of those guys. They can, they can do whatever they want to do as long as they uh, want to do this. So, uh, so yeah, there you go. And I bring that up because in the, the Ack and Jack episode we did just a few days ago, we talked about cancel culture. We talked about specifically Morgan Wallen, the country music artist who uh, was filmed dropping the N bomb once. And that resulted in him being suspended by his record label, uh, a whole bunch of proverbial shit hitting the fan as a result, and he was effectively canceled. His record sales will tell you otherwise, but he was effectively canceled. So the bigger news, though, it, it's it, it kind of came in threes, though, because the bigger news is while all that was going on, two other celebrities were also, for all intents and purposes, canceled uh for their own reasoning so uh army hammer whose name is literally arm and hammer <laughs> i found that out today i looked him up i i always knew it was army hammer and just kind of thought to myself <laughs> he sounds like arm and hammer i look him up and his real name is armand oh no <laughs> so his name is literally armand hammer Oh, man. And because of that fact alone and nothing else, that's why he's been canceled and dropped from his label and no longer well, has a publicist. I agree with that completely at that point. <laughs> they found out about his name. Yeah, we can't cancel your parents, but we can cancel you. <laughs> uh, so according to various sources, including The Hollywood Reporter, uh, Armand Hammer has been uh, exited from a Paramount Plus series he was working on called The Offer. Uh, which is about the making of The Godfather. He was also dropped by uh, the agency that represented him, uh, WME. And it's all because of some bizarre-ass text messages that he apparently sent to uh, a few people. And I guess it's still unconfirmed, but the TLDR on that one is that apparently Arm and Hammer is a cannibal. Huh. Are we sure he's just not method acting for a role for Jeffrey Dahmer? True. Oh, my God. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> I just needed to know what it tasted like. Yeah. Doing the old Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Just really, you know, burying himself in a role. I heard someone else was doing that too. There's speculation some other actor currently is doing something similar. His behavior is very similar to what Joaquin was doing when he was uh, filming that uh, that rap movie. Uh, Daniel Day Lewis for every film he ever made. <laughs> Isn't he retired now? He is retired. Yeah. <laughs> Can I do something that's gonna th is gonna completely throw me under the bus? What eat people? Not really. Okay. But like <laughs> technically no. But like hear me out. Like Okay. I'm just playing devil's advocate. I don't need this used against me at all, but like all right, like in the wild the animals eat each other. Right. I mean, that's fine. What is it that like 
became so taboo about like humans like obviously you can't just like go up like hey jack i want to eat you like you know i don't know the rabbits in my backyard don't have aspirations for going to college i mean i'm not talking about murder have you asked them jack i'm talking about if you just died maybe they want to go to trade school um i I mean i know i'm being weird don't worry about it we're just having a discussion we're having a really weird discussion i mean Technically speaking, there is there is specific laws on the books. So I think it's like desecration of a corpse. Okay. So unless okay. you had express, like, yeah. in their will permission for you to eat them, I guess <laughs> if, if that was the case, I guess you could. I'm doing that. But, I'm putting that in my will. <laughs> yeah. It is required. Jack says that Nate Fillers is allowed to eat him post mortem. What? <laughs> Hey, to the will, Nate. You gotta cook him up. Okay. Now the question is, are you gonna go like put him straight, like put a leg right on the grill? Would you do like more of like a barbecue or maybe like a uh, crock pot where you like do like a slow simmer? Like, I'm not sure. <laughs> um, I am going to list in my will all uh, like my top five favorite deaths from the Jurassic Park series, and uh, the th- those reading my will may vote on their favorite death scene to reenact that as they devour me. I'm curious what's Never number girl. two. What's number two? Uh, there's Literally a scene the on the can. No, there's that oh, scene true. in the Lost World where the the paleontologists they're hiding in uh, like behind the waterfall, and then the 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 incredibly harmless snake slitters into his shirt, and he <laughs> he panics, and then the tyrannosaur rips him out, and then the oh, the yeah. waterfall just turns red. I remember that. I mean, there, there's a little bit of work that's going to need to be put into that one, but uh, if you can pull it off, just make sure you film it for me. Yeah, I'll make sure that you can see it. <laughs> put it on YouTube. <laughs> uh, I was just curious because everybody always does that. Like, would you? If it wasn't taboo, would you? And I'm like, mm, I don't know. I really I'm not wanna... really sold. I, I don't feel like human would taste good. It depends. That's the other thing too. Like, we're we're, we're omnivores, and usually herbivores taste better. Yeah, carnivores because you know it's the way the meat is. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, unless exactly. you're unless you're like co-opting with a vegan, you know, maybe. Yeah. Exactly. I will always think of, and every time I see this actor too, I will always think of this that scene from The Walking Dead. When Bob, bad meat, bad meat, (laughs) the cannibal's eating his leg after he'd been bitten. Oh, man, is that a great scene? (laughs) Uh, So uh, according to so this comes to us from the, the Daily Beast via the Daily Mail. So their quote about the text messages from Mr. Hammer, um, not MC Hammer, but Arm and Hammer. Uh, Last week, a series of bizarre and alarming screenshots of messages allegedly between Hammer and a mistress emerged online. These purported messages, none of which have been verified, encompass slave fantasies, cannibalism fantasies, blood-sucking, and mutilation. Quote, I am 100% a cannibal, one reads. I want to eat you. Another, quote, you just live to obey me and be my slave. I will own you. That's my soul, my brain, my spirit, my body. Would you come and be my property till you die? 
Another quote, if I wanted to cut off one of your toes and keep it with me in my pocket so I always had a piece of you in my possession. Completely uh-huh. normal, sure. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I'm, do- uh, I'm doing pickup lines wrong then, man. Yeah. <laughs> you got to go with the classic, I will eat your ass. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They love it. Barbecue your neighbors? Yeah. yeah. Barbecue the neighbors. I'll barbecue your ass. Nobody cared about that. Uh, well, they did. The problem is there was nothing left to cancel with Alex Jones. He'd already been <laughs> oh, removed from yeah, true. All he had was his fan base at that point. All, all five people who were still interested in him. I don't like him putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. Yeah. So we've got that, and that's, that's how Army Hammer's been canceled. And then we've got uh, arguably the bigger one. Very much bunch. bigger because Army Hammer flew under the radar for me. Yeah, me too. And I don't then, even know who that is. Uh, yeah, social Network. Did you see a Social Network? Yeah. He plays the Winklevoss twins. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Okay, go on. So the, the bigger one arguably is Marilyn Manson, which in my opinion doesn't shock me in the least because it's Marilyn Manson. No. But uh, yeah. Evan Rachel Wood from uh, Westworld and 13 and several other fantastic uh, pieces of media has, uh, I guess, formally called out Marilyn Manson as being her abuser. And uh, in doing that, in, in classic Me Too fashion, triggered several other women to come out and make these same allegations. So... Uh, Marilyn Manson now has dr- been dropped by his label. Uh, I, I I don't know about his representation at this point, but it's basically the same the same set of events that occur every time something like this happens. But again, I'm not surprised because Marilyn Manson has always that's I mean that's been his his act that's been his thing. Yeah. So it doesn't surprise me that that this has happened what does surprise me is it took until 2021 for it to happen uh yeah i gotta say it's a little bit late to the game yeah he was causing controversy in the 90s because of his music and his his, his act but darkness yeah he's a goth he must be bad so and and i guess uh, turns out they were right on that one (laughs) (laughs) uh so yeah, there's at least four women now who have who have come out and uh, made allegations against them. Rose McGowan publicly standing up for Evan Rachel Wood. Um, Evan Rachel Wood also very vocal on social media about uh, about this, but she's also been she's been very vocal in, in yes for for uh, other instances where this has happened, standing up Kobe. for other people. When Kobe died, she was just like, I don't care that he died. We, we must still remember what a monster he was. And everyone was like, whoa, calm down there, Rachel. And now people are like, yeah. So it's it's crazy. Like, I totally get it. Yeah. So uh, my questions for the room here, I'll start with. Uh, let's, start with let's start with Nate. Okay. Okay. So, uh, Nate, do you agree? With uh, Army Hammer and Marilyn Manson being dropped by their labels and their representatives in light of these allegations? The short answer is yes. 
The long answer is yes. You know how I I hate cancel culture. It's so there there are reasons though to cancel somebody, but I, I it always worries me that we as a culture are getting way too overwhelmed with like what defines what what means you can cancel somebody for um but i think these ones are pretty solid um that's that's just what i think i think you should always um take the side of the victim in this sort of case it's, it's difficult though yeah. uh i also believe that like you said, he's the type of guy that, like, if they said Tom Hanks, if it came out Tom Hanks, I think we should probably look into it. Um, but no, it's Marilyn Manson. <laughs> but there's been a, there's been a couple of those in the past where someone made allegations against a, a celebrity, and it was someone who was very highly regarded, and it was just that it was looked into, and you didn't really hear much thereafter. Uh, Aziz Ansari was a, a big one because that was just one person who was seemingly trying to take advantage of yeah that's, that's a bad thing yeah and in and, and season started just like yo we went on one date and it was terrible yeah i mean it's it's tricky because like i'm still like a fan of like ck oh me too like i still think he's really funny um i don't think what he did was right um i think like it was really bad of him to use his power to get sort of like, you know, to influence people over like to do that. But I, I still think he's funny, but the weird thing is with Marilyn Manson, like I liked some of his music and now I don't. So I'm like, what is it about like certain people getting these allegations that make it like, not okay because i'll i'll still listen to michael jackson like his music is he's a shit person but like his music is so influential oh yeah so, like where do you draw the line his his music i mean yeah that everything that happened with michael jackson the music i think really just trumped it it, it really was more the, the music still took precedent over every awful thing that happened to him and, and he's still insanely popular posthumously yeah so where do you draw the line with it right and that's that's what i'll pass on to mike <laughs> you draw the line in the sand so that uh, when a breeze comes there's you can no more line, line. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i mean it the, the the problem is it's now become its own buzzword Mm -hmm. Where it's like, if anybody does, you know, sneezes the wrong way, you've got people that are overreacting saying, oh, is this going to be part of the cancel culture now? Cancel culture, cancel culture, cancel culture. And that it's, it's diluting the, the nest, like the, the need for actual cancel culture. Um, yeah. And I think that's the problem. So yeah, serious, like these are serious allegations from multiple people that, you know, carry weight. Yeah, that that's cancelable right there. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Paula Dean thirty years ago saying the N word and her losing her like she's Southern, she apologized and she still lost a bunch of stuff. Like so, may, okay, maybe it's time for a little mea culpa. And that's the other thing too. Like, like is is there 
Is it, is it cancellation because the person has done something bad? Is it cancellation because the person is not taking responsibility for it? You know, that's the thing. That's where does it lie? I mean, obviously, at a certain point, it doesn't matter if you apologize or not. Like, hey, uh, let's cancel, you know, this guy th- for, you know, raping and killing a bunch of kids. Oh, I'm, I'm truly sorry. You know, I've changed since then. Oh, like, he said he's count. sorry. Yeah, exactly. Like, at that point, like, you know, there's oh. nothing that, that trumps it, you know, um, but um, or, you know, Epstein's it. But <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah, thank you. Uh, but I mean, there, there is there's got to be some sort of flashpoint where, you know, yes, th- there, there's something serious. And is is there honest reconciliation? Did you like if Marilyn Manson before today, you know, years ago, went back and, you know, you know, I wouldn't say confronted them, but, you know, tried to make amends for his his absolutely shitty and horrendous behavior. Maybe there would be some softening. I'm not saying it, it wouldn't necessarily still equate to being needed to be canceled, but it's it's this I'm denying it. I'm completely not in the wrong. And no matter who says what they're wrong and I'm right. Um, and it's not like any of these people is really going to gain anything from it besides their own, you know, emotional release. It's not like Evan Rachel Wood needed the publicity, you know? Right. That, I think that's, that's the other thing too. It's like everybody has this kind of, this this critical eye like hey i like this famous person and you're not famous why are you trying to do it and so especially yeah. with these you're like the, there you can't you can't pull that card on this because she doesn't have anything to gain she can't go up in order to you know to punch down on him it, it, it is what it is like she's already got the fame you can't take that like that adds more gravitas to her statement so obviously the the, the cancel hammer you know, for Armand comes down pretty hard. Yeah. I wonder. If- I want to just add real quick to what you said, because I absolutely agree that like a lot of it has to do with how they, the person who's being accused reacts to it. Because I think there's like a sense of like celebrities and political figures being untouchable. And I think that's what bothers a lot of people about it. It's like, they think that they can just do something and then just say, no, and then like sweep it under the rug. Mm-hmm. I think like I think what makes CK different is he he was like, yeah, that was really shitty of me. I I I, I don't know what to say, but like I did do that. Um they did they did give me permission, however, I understand that it was wrong. And it was like, there you go. Like he's not like, oh, uh, Marilyn Manson, who's just like, oh, they, I've, they've been after me before, and this is just another attempt to, they, to silence me, and it's completely wrong. And it's like, well, you know, yeah. Uh, Vanity Fair mentioned that Marilyn Manson did a interview, an interview with Spin in two thousand nine. He's quoted as saying about Evan Rachel Wood when they were in a relationship together. His quote was, I have fantasies every day about smashing her skull in with a sledgehammer. Like, do you, do you think any red flags went up when that happened 12 he, years ago? He, he's just a performance artist. It's nothing real. It's, it's perfectly fine. I wonder if you, even then if, if Evan was just like, oh, it's just Brian being Brian. <laughs> That's my Brian. That's my Brian. 
Thursdays on ABC. So, uh, Nate, just to kind of your point, this is why I mentioned when uh, Ak and I were discussing this last episode is one of my favorite bands, Beach Slang, effectively broke up because of this, but their manager accused the front man of the band for uh, emotional abuse and various other things. And it just puts me in a really, I 100% stand with the band's manager, but it just puts me in such an awkward position as I imagine it does for any hardcore Marilyn Manson fan where you've spent years enjoying and uh, dare I say even respecting this artist's work only to have this happen. What do you do now? Do you Can you still listen to them and enjoy their music? Can you do it without having it in the forefront of your mind? Oh, well, this person's a complete piece of human garbage now. I think that's probably the toughest question people have. I mean, I think almost more so for a movie star than a musician, because at least with the musician, it's almost like they're it, they're they're singular, you know, like, OK, Marilyn Manson, they kind of his bandmates kind of fall away. But, you know, like Kevin Spacey, are you going to watch American Beauty? Oh, yeah. Ever again? Yeah. It's like, seven. How many other art? How many other? actors are in there that to make that that, great you know yeah that's a good point i ask myself that a a lot like to what extent do you like michael jackson just say like yeah yeah what i mean kevin spacey is an amazing actor he's also a piece of shit yeah i'm not saying like oh yeah it's fine yeah i mean i that's still a great movie I, i it's hard to say like oh once once you love something and then somebody does something to be like, oh, well, that that art doesn't exist anymore. Or it it's ruins, like, you know, like, yeah. Ugh. Well, don't Which forget there's a, there's a period of time in the last decade or so where Kevin Spacey's name was attached to greatness. If he was in something, oh, yeah. you and knew it was going to be fantastic, even if it was a Call of Duty game. But that shit he did was so weird. When he did that like video of like I'll be like oh yeah you want me back yeah you just wait because you can't give up on me or whatever that his, gross video was his like yeah. pseudo Frank Underwood yeah. thing yeah yeah that was just bizarre I mean every everything he's done you know using the using that uh the exact moment of his downfall to come out and yeah. try to use that as justification as to why he did what he did. Uh, yeah, it's like weird flex, buddy, but uh, still not okay. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And uh, hey, r- related, Christopher Plummer just passed away, ninety-one years old, and they brought in Christopher Plummer with like a week's notice to reshoot all of Kevin Spacey's scenes in that movie, that Getty movie. Yes, that's right. Oh, yeah, and it still did very well, despite. Uh, the, the, despite the very, very last second change. The fact that really Scott pulled that off is amazing. Well, I mean, y- you tap the right actor, you know? You're like, let's get Plummer in there. I, yeah, he can do it. I think Plummer was his first choice, and, like, Plummer couldn't do it due to, like, scheduling or something, and then it just... Well, we'll reschedule for you now, buddy. Please get help us <laughs> <Yeah>. out. <laughs> hey, so Kevin's done a couple things, and uh, he's not going to be able to make it, so... Even though we already filmed all this stuff. It's just such a weird thing for me. Like, I am so, I'm so fickle on the whole thing because, like, 
it's really annoying to see like the smallest thing cancel somebody but then at the same time like it's all relative like what's small to me might be big to somebody else mm -hmm. and what's big to somebody else might be small to somebody else like I, it's difficult for me to kind of rationalize where you draw the line of where somebody can be canceled and why somebody can be canceled because there's some batshit crazy woman in, in congress maybe she sh definitely should be canceled um entertainers though it's it's really weird for me yeah to just say like well their show's gone uh their movies are pulled uh everything they've done it doesn't exist anymore and you can't enjoy it anymore and if you enjoy it you're a bad person uh it, I, honestly before me too before any cancel culture happened i remember back in the day people not always bring up but on the back you know kind of like a like a back little side like whisper like they'd bring up david bowie like well you know david bowie is such a you know a defining artist but didn't you have sex with a 13 year old girl and you're like ooh. I, I don't know. Like, well, what, what was, well, that's the thing, but this is before everything came out, you know, like yeah. before cancel culture, before me too, before everybody was like, Hey, I'm strong enough to, to, you know, make my, my experience known to the world that this happened. So it's, it's, you know, it's almost like the, you know, the Michael Jackson thing, Michael Jackson, a lot of that was before that the cancel culture started. It was just rumors and accusations and people would still be like, well, it doesn't matter. He's a great artist, you know, like, yeah. Shit. Like, where do you? Nate brings up a very good questions every time he talks. <laughs> I think. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> I, I think to to bring this full circle, just kind of going back to what Mike said a little while ago, and this is why Ak and I were talking about a couple of days ago too. Is uh, there there is a because I'm concerned that uh, we're we're overdoing it with this cancel culture that the, there's a degree of overreacting that happens, but it really is dependent on what the case is. It's, I think it's hundred percent justified for Marilyn Manson. Uh, if it turns out that army hammer really does like eating people, then it's very much justified there too. But then compare it to Morgan Wallen, for example, just being a dumbass and saying, a, uh, dropping a, a word that he shouldn't have dropped. I, if he owns up to it, you know, don't give, give a hard slap on the wrist and, and remind him, uh, people look up to you. You are well yeah. known. Don't ever do this again. Um, not like he was setting a great example to begin with, but um, that I, I think that's one of those things where, yes, it's bad that he did that. It's bad that he said that, but like it, it happened. He apologized. He's, he owned up to it. Move on. If it happens again then yeah if, it becomes, then, if it's if it's habit basically as opposed to yeah right so i, th I think I, I, I think it's the pendulum thing it's the pendulum the pendulum has been has been all the way far to you know to one side for so long that when it started to move when people were like hey weinstein and all these people are assholes we need to get rid of them started to move and it's going to swing and it's and i don't say it's a problem but it's going to swing all the way to the other side and that other side is the little tiny stuff is going to get overreacted to in order so that that pendulum doesn't go all the way back to the severe beginning. I think that's what people are trying to find and get that pendulum to kind of just balance itself in the middle. Mm -hmm. Like, all right, well, you know, saying the N word outside your house once shouldn't be all the way over here, 
but we shouldn't not react to it at all, you know, and that's finding that balance, finding the equilibrium between a cancel and like a, a, a nun's ruler on your, you know, knuckles, like res- cancel versus repercussions. Like th- there's gotta be repercussions, but it doesn't have to be a cancel, you know, right. the fact that cancel is now a verb in its <laughs> yeah. own way. Yeah. Well, even the me too is now a verb, right? Yeah. I got me too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it's the age we live in. It's cause we have the, uh, in the internet, you got social media. It's just the age we live in now. And everything's an instant reaction too. Right. And the fact that it, it happened once and it was such a big thing. I mean, we saw this, a, you know, a year ago with the protests that happened all over the country. Once that, once that spark happens, it's people are going to be very quick to, to pull the trigger. And it's especially if you're a cop. <laughs> uh, yeah, you gotta be you gotta be cognizant of it, and you gotta be aware of aware of your surroundings. And at this point, like live regardless of whether or not you're famous, live every moment as if you're under surveillance because people tr- people are tracking everyone else's moves and every little thing that they do. And like, look at uh, uh, Homeboy there from Guardians of the Galaxy, the director, James Gunn. Ah, uh, yes. Let, let's pull up a tweet that he put up 10 years ago. Oh, okay. Now we got, now, now he, he can't direct Guardians 3. Uh, now I'm glad. See, when I'm thinking that people overreact, at least Disney looked at it and said, hey, A, this happened a long time ago. B, you owned up to it. That's what I was saying before. Don't do it again. You can have the keys to the castle back. Yeah, it's the it's the mea culpa. It's like, do you offer you know sincere? And I think that's the important part: the sincere apologies, the sincere reflection. You know, and that makes a huge difference to being canceled yeah. or to being reprimanded. Yeah, because I mean, we all make mistakes. It's I mean, not too long ago, uh, a just really listen to our early cool, podcasts. Yeah, honestly, a really cool person was like. Would you eat people? It doesn't seem that bad. And then, yeah. <laughs> should he be canceled? Uh, uh, he seems like a good guy. I mean, he seems fine. <laughs> yeah. But we all we all have like bad days. We all have fucking demons and stuff. And I, I think it would be very difficult to say that somebody's life should be forever like ruined by that one small moment yeah and i know that's like controversial i know some people think like no like there's some things that are unforgivable and i i agree i i agree that some things there are a lot of things that are unforgivable but i don't think that taking somebody's life away is the right thing to do i think there has to be some other way um because it's not going to change anything it's not going to be like, oh, okay, he got in trouble for saying a bad word. Now he's not going to he's not going to be that anymore. Like if you call somebody out for being racist, they're not like, oh, I'm not racist anymore. It could it could happen, but it's not a light switch. It is not an on and off. <laughs> no, you're not like, oh, because yeah. it's bad. I guess I'm not racist. No, it doesn't work. Well, like I'm, I'm going to call out Nate's mic for being a Rice Krispies treat. So, oh, I'm really <laughs> sorry. Oh, yeah. What's it doing? I don't know. It's popping somewhere. Yeah, but well, is it really that bad? I'm it, sorry. 
<laughs> so I, I I was trying to be we'll figure like, it out. Yeah. I didn't want to bring it up during the recording, but I messaged Nate privately, hey, your mic's cracking. I saw him trying to fix it, and then, of course. Well, I I thought it was this, because I have this. No, it's a, it's, it's a. So I was like, oh. It's a different kind of crack. It's that, uh, it's that Cuban crack. Ah. There we go. Okay. Oh, uh, well, on the next, when we come back, a uh, whole new microphone for me. Yeah. Just stick around and see which one. All right. We will return. Hardly focused. I would like to begin this episode by uh, telling you guys what a stupid asshole I am. <laughs> and it's different from every other day of the week because... The Hardly Focused Web Store, featuring Hardly Focused branded shirts, stickers, and face masks. Spend some of your hard-earned money at hardlyfocused.com store. 